Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today is one of our special monthly trailer roundup episodes. Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year is back with us as he has been every month since we started these trailer episodes to look at seven new movies coming out in April 2021. We are looking at a wide range of films, some coming to theaters, some coming to Netflix and Amazon Prime and all that, and uh, as always, a lot of great movies coming your way, and we'll see, maybe we'll cover some of these with full episodes, and if not, at least we get a couple of puzzle pieces in along the way. So, that is coming up in a second. Before we get to the conversation, though, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what we do here on the show, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And don't forget to follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You could also join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And last but not least, don't forget, we have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon which combines advanced and bonus content from Piecing It Together and Awesome Movie Year and my music career and basically everything that I'm involved with. It's the Produced by David Rosen Patreon. That's patreon.com slash by David Rosen. Lots of great content over there. I got some great stuff hitting that today, I believe. Uh, you know what? I record these things in advance, and sometimes I get myself screwed up with dates, so it might not be today, but I think it's going to be today. So uh, the today that this episode goes up on the main feed, I think something's hitting the Patreon too. So I, I'm getting myself mixed up here, but check that out. And let's get into this conversation about some movies that are coming out in April. All right, Jason Harris is back with us to look at some more movie trailers for the month of April. Jason, how's it going, man? Dave, it's going well. By the time this hits the air, I will probably have seen a movie in the theater again. Hooray, vaccines! That is amazing. I will just be getting my second one, which means I have to wait two more freaking weeks, but two more weeks I could do after an entire year of this shit. Looking forward to it. You can do it. Yeah, you can do I, it. It's I, nice I to it. do things again. <laughs> yes, know? yes, it very much is. Well, as we've been doing the last uh, couple of months, we're we're going to take a quick look back at what we covered in March, just to see if 
the two of us have seen any of it. Um, before we get into the new movies, uh, in March we talked about Moxie, which I have not seen. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. The trailer did not make it look... Um, nah. It just looked like a jumble of stuff to me. Raya and the Last Dragon, which I had already seen at the point of recording last time. Did you get to check that one out? I think it's on my list um, as we're going to record this. My daughter has her spring break coming up, so that might be one we go see in the theater, even though she's seen it already. Nice, nice. Chaos Walking is up next, which I have not seen yet. I've heard nothing but kind of bad things about, but uh, I might check out one of these days. I think you should check it out and report back to us. Okay, will do. Uh, coming to America, which I fell asleep during. Um, I know you did not like it. Maybe one of the most disappointing movies in the last few years. Jeez. Yeah, that, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, yeah. I doubt I'll give it another chance. It was not good up until the point that I had fallen asleep. So, uh, But... Boss Level, which we both loved, I think. Boss Level is amazing. It's so much fun. The most decapitations I've ever seen in a film, I think. So, Really fun movie. Very fun. Uh, We did not do an episode on it, but everyone listening, if you haven't seen it, do check it out. Uh, Next up is Yes Day, which I did not get around to. I think I saw that you watched it, though, right? I did. I watched it with my daughter. She's seen it twice. She likes it. It's very simple and um but you know it was a good easy 90 minutes for the kids. Um I'm not recommending it, but if you need something to watch with your kids, you could you could do worse than that. Right on. And then last up was Nobody, which just came out in theaters at the time of recording. It's not on VOD yet, so I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer to watch it, but I know you're thinking about maybe uh heading out as your first movie back, right? I think it's going to be a perfect first movie back. It's only 90 minutes. It's super crazy action-y. It's going to be really fun. And uh, next month we'll talk about it because I think that is my idea. That should be my first movie back in the theater. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, let's start talking about April. There's a lot of movies coming out. And we're going to start off with Shiva Baby, a movie I've been looking forward to for a while. It'll be out. The day this goes up, actually, in theaters and on VOD, um, it's about a college student uh, who runs into her sugar daddy at a shiva and uh, is trying to hide this information from her very annoying and overbearing family. Uh, written and directed by Emma Seligman, uh, starring Rachel Sennett, and I think looks great. What do you think about this one? I think it looks great, too. I mean, this is uh, a real renaissance of... Uh of Jewish American cinema right now, Very right? Much. You got you and, uh, you know, we have Shiva baby. We have Donnie's bar mitzvah. We mm-hmm. have the, uh, uh, the horror movie that it took place in a Shiva, right? The, the, the so, vigil. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Right. Not to say that, uh, uh, Jewish people, uh, like us haven't been involved in cinema in a long time, but they're really getting deep on the Jewish rituals and stuff like that. In yeah. some of these movies, and this looks just, funny and uh interesting and i'm excited for it yeah that's that's funny to call for jewish representation in in movies (laughs) (laughs) right yeah on screen this time yes that's right uh so what do you got for some pieces for this one well the first one and the tone is different but i think both you and i really like this movie um and when you talk about 
Jewish movies and death, I often I I go to to Dust, sure, the great movie with Matthew Broderick, and uh, you'll have to tell me the co-star's name. He's very good. Geezer Roerig, yeah, yeah, he's really good, man. Oh, yeah. So um, that's a great movie about a um, uh, Orthodox Jewish man who um, his wife dies, and he doesn't think that they've buried her in the right place for her to uh, achieve eternal peace, and he enlists this college professor to help him you know find out if they have and you know it kind of goes from there um and that's a great movie yeah um the other one here's a movie i bet you don't know breaking upwards have you ever seen that i haven't no i think i've heard of it yeah it was a indie film from i don't know maybe 10 years ago and it's about a couple that decides they want to Kind of break up, but kind of not break up. So on like every like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're a couple. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, they're free to do what they want type thing. Hmm. And there is a big scene uh, with a, you know, big Jewish American family and kind of all this uh, mayhem and, you know, uh, misfortune in a humorous way occurs. So it kind of brought that to me. And lastly, I would say Tiny Furniture, the Lena Dunham movie, it kind of had that very New York feel of, you know, generations judging other generations. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I forgot about that movie. But yeah, that would that would be a good one, too. Um, I'll throw in there Curb Your Enthusiasm. A lot of just like really cringy awkwardness and Jewish humor, of course. And Larry David getting himself into these situations where he's being judged by everybody and, and doing the wrong things always. Uh, and then also definitely a little bit of a different tone, but uh, The Guilt Trip. Um, with Seth Rogen and Barbara Streisand and just, you know, dealing with overbearing Jewish relatives, basically. All right. Well, my favorite episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm is, of course, when he has to deal with his sugar daddy. So, yes, um, absolutely. Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Why uh, not? Breaking Upwards, directed by Daryl Ween. Okay. Something to look for. Oh, and one one other point to that trailer. Um, obviously, it's gonna be a very, very, very different movie. But just the way the trailer was cut reminded me a little bit of the trailer to Darren Aronofsky's Mother, um, with that just like creepiness and that really just awkwardness to everything going on. It just it gets worse and worse as it goes. So yeah, great I trailer. See that. Sure. So let's sure. move on to another movie that's coming out today as, as this goes up, and that's Concrete Cowboy on Netflix. And uh, this one stars Idris Elba. It's based on the Fletcher Street Cowboys, and it's just about this uh, very different version of what we've seen in the past of Cowboys. And uh, what do you think about this one? I am very interested in it. Um, I mean, I think I've seen on uh parts unknown with anthony bourdain he interviewed the fletcher street cowboys so that yeah. was a really cool segment um and idris elba we know is like top of the game right there oh, yeah, right definitely. so um so yeah i'm i'm interested to watch it i think it's going to be a good film what do you got for some pieces um, well you know when you think of an african-american cowboy you think of the all-time great comedic african-american cowboy cleavon little in blazing saddles sure. and obviously this has nothing to do with that tonally but i always uh, anytime we can bring up blazing saddles we should you know oh, yeah well they they sit around a campfire and make jokes so why not <laughs> there you go there you yeah. go and then the other the one i thought of was the mario van people's movie posse which is all about black cowboys 
Sure. And um, it's probably something I haven't seen in 20 years, and I, it's probably worth rewatching at this point. Right on. Yeah, no, those are, those are great, uh, great picks there. Um, I was going to combine The Mustang and The Rider, uh, two movies about kind of rehabilitating yourself and moving forward and like changes in your lifestyle. And, and uh, it seems like Idris Elba's son in this movie is on a bad path, but this whole cowboy lifestyle and horses and all that is going to help put him on a better path. And then um, this one is probably uh, very out there and incorrect, but I, I thought of because of the father-son relationship, I thought of The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou um, because, you know, Bill Murray takes in Owen Wilson in that movie, his, his long-lost son, and he's got his very different kind of um, little group of people that he's bringing him into uh but as far as outside of of that group of people is very kind of estranged from the rest of the world and so it's kind of like just this unique setting to to take this person and uh kind of give him new purpose and so i just thought that that kind of father-son relationship i was trying to think of an example of that and uh that's the only one i so connected to possibly the the whitest filmmaker around, Wes yes, Anderson. That's right. And you took his movie about a submarine crew. Yes. And you compared it to black cowboys living in um, the inner city. Is that, I'm going to say I did a pretty good job, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's move on to the following week, also on Netflix. They, as there's always a lot of Netflix movies on these lists. Uh, this is Thunder Force, coming out April 9th. Stars Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer as two middle-aged female superheroes that are just regular people who get superpowers and lots of comic hijinks ensue. What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, I want it to be good. It looks The preview looks funny. I love that it's Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. You know, they're older than a lot of the kind of female leading women that you would think of maybe for this. And obviously they look like normal people, which is part of their appeal. Right. So yeah, for sure. I, I really hope it's, I really hope it's good because I, I want to see more stuff like that, you know, definitely. So, you know, when you think of Melissa McCarthy, buddy comedy, and you, you go to the heat right away, which is a very funny movie. Sure. Her and Sandra Bullock. Um, and then when I think of superheroes, who are just normal people. I guess in this regard, in, in Thunder Force, they get powers. But I was thinking of just superheroes who are normal people, and that brought me to kick ass. Sure. Yeah, okay. Well, superheroes who are just normal people, I thought of Mystery Men, the, the comedy from 1999. Uh, ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, William H. Macy. Great great cast. Not the best movie. It's, no. I mean, it's, it's got I its moments. I don't want to think about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, Isn't Kel in that movie? Ah, God, I don't remember. I haven't seen it since back then. Um, but I also, you know, as far as superhero movies are concerned, I thought of Ant-Man, um, just, you know, mixing a lot of like high tech stuff with just regular people and the high tech stuff makes them into superheroes. Um, so I, I just thought as far as modern superhero movies go, it's kind of the closest thing we've got. All right. Yeah. Good enough. Very yeah. good. All right, let's move on to Voyagers, which will only be hitting theaters for now. That's uh, on April 9th. Uh, written and directed by Neil Berger, who made Limitless, and it stars Ty Sheridan, Lily Rose Depp, and Colin Farrell. It's set on a spaceship where a new generation of kids are being grown and basically trained for continuing humanity on a new planet. And then it starts to come out that there's some experiments 
happening and they're being drugged by the people in charge and the kids start to revolt and uh looks interesting um what do you think about this one um it does seem like we're getting a lot of uh spaceship movies coming out in the you know yeah basically since december or you know uh, sometime in the middle of last year it seems like there's been a spaceship movie every month for us to to talk about doesn't it yeah, I, they they could even be reusing the same ship just to uh, save money. You would you wouldn't That's even. It's not notice. a bad idea. Yeah, you know, whatever it takes. Yeah, I for agree sure. with. Um, I mean, it, it it looks interesting. Um, I'm hoping it's good, right? You yeah. Know? Um. So the movies that I thought of were one. I thought of, and we might have mentioned this on another one. Never let me go. Did we ever talk about that movie? I think we did once. Yeah, I don't remember which episode it was. Carrie Mulligan, Andrew Garfield, and I'm forgetting the third star, but basically uh, children are kind of um, uh, farmed, shall we say. Sure. You know, they're kind of, they're kind of sourced, um, and these people play like they're doubles, so if anything goes wrong with the real children, then they can just harvest the organs of the doubles, you know, yeah. and kind of help them live longer. Um, and then this kind of has that feel of like, hey, we're harvesting children and we're sending them to space and we're controlling them so they can kind of uh, prolong the species, right? You know? Sure. And then, of course, when you think of that, you think of the great sci-fi drama Gattaca, which, um, which is about a man who has his own physical ailments and he's trying to become more physically uh, superior so he can go to outer space. Yeah. I never actually saw Gattaca, believe it or not. We should watch it. That would be a good piecing it together. Yeah, I, I'm down. I gotta Breaking watch it. Breaking it apart. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. One, one of those things. <laughs> well, uh, for my pieces, I thought of Passengers, the Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence sci-fi bomb where they wake up early on a spaceship and uh, have to spend the rest of their lives on the ship because there's no way to go back to sleep. Um, and it turns out there's this darker secret behind the mission yeah. and why they woke up. So I, I thought that that seems like a good fit there. Um, also, Lord of the Flies, you know, these kids all just kind of running rampant on that ship. And last but not least, I, I don't really know how to describe this one, but I saw a lot of people online comparing this movie to this. There's a game that's very popular, a multiplayer online game called Among Us, where it's all, you know, all regular people playing, you know, it's not you're playing against a computer or anything like that. And you don't know who is really who they say they are and they have to find out who the imposter is and i don't know i've never played this game but apparently people are saying that this is like a movie version of this game so i figured i, I don't i don't know the game but i do think that like stuff like that is probably accurate because what we didn't hit on is like that they're like kind of controlling what goes in and out of these you know kids bodies so like mm -hmm. the kids eventually figure that out and like kind of realize, oh, if we don't take this, then we have these new emotions and stuff like that, you know? Right. And, um, you know, that, that brought me to, like, euphoria and spring breakers and just party stuff. But, oh, yeah, for know. sure. Yeah, it you looks know. like it's going to get a lot of that kind of energy going on once, uh, once shit hits the fan in this movie. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so next up, April 9th, uh, hitting theaters and VOD the same day. It's called Mafi. 
and uh, it is from South African director Oliver Hermanus about gay soldiers, and looks like a very heavy, dark drama, but it's kind of a, a war story that hasn't been told before, not like this anyway, and also kind of a gay story that hasn't been told before, not like this. So what do you think about this one? At first, I didn't really, I mean, the, the trailer actually picks up about a minute in, but I get it. Like, you're like kind of giving the background. I think it looks interesting. I would Definitely. watch this movie. I'm I'm interested to see it. So, yeah. What do um, you think as far as pieces? Well, first I was happy that they uh, they played "Searching for Sugar Man" in there, um, the Rodrigo <laughs> song. But uh, they remade it. But you know, if you've seen the movie "Searching for Sugar Man," then you realize how much of uh, an impact that song had on that country. So I was happy about that. Not really a puzzle piece, but I wanted to bring that up. When nice. I think of kind of the there's a lot of like barracks and basic training stuff and you know you always go back to like full metal jacket for the most intense and iconic basic training stuff and then of course uh you know two two soldiers hiding their sexuality um one at one point even says i'm not like you and that i think is an exact line from brokeback mountain sure so that's where i went I think this is the first time this has happened on one of these trailer episodes, but those were the exact two pieces I had as well. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Full Metal Jacket, Brokeback Mountain, but exactly what you're saying there. Um, I, I think as far as Full Metal Jacket's con- concerned, I mean, it's an easy comparison. I mean, seeing the the harshness that it seems like they're going to depict w- uh, of that army life. And then Brokeback Mountain, I mean, taking that kind of gay coming out or self-discovery story and placing it in a different kind of a setting, a different kind of world. Um, you, you know, I think, I think it's a pretty easy, uh, comparison to make there. And yeah, I think it's a really interesting looking movie. Uh, uh definitely looking forward to it. So next up is another Netflix movie, April 22nd. It's called Stowaway, uh, written and directed by Joe Penna, who did Arctic uh, with Mads Mikkelsen, which I know a lot of people loved. I never actually saw that. Um, but yeah, stars Anna Kendrick, Tony Collette. And it's about a guy who accidentally stowaways on a ship heading to Mars. Like you said, a lot of space movies happening right now. Yeah, that could be Passengers, right? Yeah, for sure. That too. Um, I, I don't exactly understand how you can accidentally stowaway though um but I, I guess we'll find out in the movie but uh it seems seems like a pretty uh straight up sci-fi survival film what do you think about this one yeah from what i could tell the way he stowed away he was an engineer and he kind of passed out in uh, some area of the ship before they launched and then they launched right. and then they're like oh whoa, what, what's up with that but it's amazing if that is the reason he was able to survive going into space without like any i don't know equipment yeah i, I would you imagine know? be bouncing space around like helmet, a pinball uh, on the on yeah, the takeoff <laughs> spacesuit you know whatever those things yeah it like i'm happy anna kendrick is doing something serious for the first time in a while for what seems like a while yeah because she's so talented but i feel like she you know it's like i don't need to see her in another crappy buddy or rom-com movie right would be happy to see her in a good one but you know whatever so gravity um obviously is going to come up and and why shouldn't it because like that movie is just mesmerizing with all the stuff they do in outer space and there is an element of like uh teaching and kind of having to learn because this guy did accidentally get into space right sure um 
So, and then the other thing I thought of, which uh, which is maybe my favorite stowaway movie, Up. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? Where the boy stows away. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's funny you bring Up to it because I was trying to think of of good stowaway movies to uh, to put on the list. I couldn't even think of any, so I'm glad we got Up on there. To, to go right along with Gravity, though, another another great you know, sci-fi survival movie, The Martian, uh, you know, uh, that one I think fits really well with Matt Damon. Um, also Ad Astra, I thought a little bit, seems like they'll probably be getting into some bigger themes. I can't imagine that it's just, uh, simply surviving. I, I imagine there's probably other things going on, especially with such a big cast. I only mentioned Anna Kendrick and Tony Collette, but this, this movie seems to have a huge cast, a lot of characters in it. Um, for for a confined space movie, so uh, so yeah, th- those are my other pieces. But yeah, I think Gravity, you know, we both have on our list. That that is definitely a big one. You should keep a list of all the space movies that have come out or are coming out in the last you know year going forward, and then we can rank them. That okay? Ranking space movies that. That would be really tough because of the very subtle differences between a lot of them. That would be tough, but I'm yeah. down. Let's do it. Yeah, not our first. I mean, we've done, I think we've done a space movie almost every month on this show. <laughs> yeah, it sure seems like it. So uh, last one for our April trailers is Without Remorse or Tom Clancy's Without Remorse hitting uh, Amazon Prime on April 30th. Uh, it's a Tom Clancy movie written by Taylor Sheridan, starring Michael B. Jordan. It's a spinoff of the Jack Ryan series about a Navy SEAL who uncovers a whole uh, government conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his wife. Looks completely straightforward as far as action movies go. Um, I honestly don't think it looks that good, but I mean, Michael B. Jordan, hit or miss. I, I like him in a lot of things. Um, what do you think about this one? I'm shocked that you didn't think this looks good. I feel like this is like right up our alley of just like, here, here's the simple plot. Now I'm going to go get revenge and mess everybody up in the worst way possible. Plus I, Taylor Sheridan. Come I on, know, dude. That, that's the thing. Taylor Sheridan writing it really does make me think like maybe this is better than the trailer lets on. Um, but yeah, it just looks so straightforward that I was just kind of like, I, I want it to be, I want it to be over the top more or something, you know, really wow me, you know? I'm I'm all, I'm all in on this. I think all of right. all the movies we've talked about this month, like I have uh, no Shiva Baby. I'm most excited about. I'd say, but sure. this looks great in that kind of straightforward. Like, um, I mean, it's a higher budget, but it's Grindhouse in the kind of concept of just a revenge movie, and he's gonna mess everyone, and he's gonna kill everyone, and yeah. it looks good. I I don't know. Me and you just saw this one differently. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I mean, obviously, it's the born identity without the memory loss, right? Definitely. And then, and then, you know, when when you go to revenge because they killed my family, that could be any number in movies. I chose the Punisher. Sure. You know, um, and uh, those were the two that I went with. But uh, I'm excited for this movie, Dave. Okay. Well, you know what? You got me a little more excited for it. Definitely, the born franchise is the the number one influence that was definitely my first pick as well punisher works john wick maybe uh hopefully i i would i would say hopefully john wick because i want i want this character this michael b jordan character to really just go nuts on these people and if he does then uh maybe i will end up liking this more than i thought so i'll definitely be watching let's put it that way yeah 
well, you don't have anything else to do with your life, so why not? You know what? You make a really good point, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that does it for, for this month's trailers. Um, there, there, there's a bunch more coming. Of course, I, I, I kind of cut out of our list some of the big theatrical movies like Godzilla vs. Kong and, and uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. I mean, there's a lot coming out in April, but um, I am looking forward to it all. Is there something you watched recently that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? I'll mention two things. Uh one, uh, we will have an episode out on it on the 2003 awesome movie year. It was very fun to rewatch uh, American Splendor, Paul Giamatti playing Harvey P. Carr. Just a wonderful, wonderful time to watch Great. that movie. Great movie. Yeah. And uh, then I just watched this little British miniseries that um, I-, I love a lot of foreign television. And this one was a huge hit during the pandemic. It's called Quiz. It's three episodes, about 50 minutes each, and it's about a um, military major in um, Great Britain who might have cheated his way to a million dollars on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Real, you know, it's a, based on a true story and uh, just awesome. Just really good stuff. That sounds really fun. I, I'm going to have to check that out. But right on. Yeah, you got a little mini plug in there in the recommendation, but why don't you uh, give a full-fledged plug for what's going on over on Awesome Movie here? We're in the middle of 2003, and uh, obviously that is a big year for Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. But there are so many other good movies of that year that we're covering. We have City of God. We have some uh, under-the-radar stuff, Down With Love. Uh, we have big comedies like You Like Dave with Old School. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's just a really good year. We just released The Fog of War, which is a documentary that I think people should definitely watch. And I think uh, this is turning out to be a season we might not have kind of known the theme going into, but it just turned out to be an awesome movie year. <laughs> that is a good theme for the season to have for sure. Uh, well, right on Jason. Thank you as always for doing the trailer episode and um, look forward to getting you on a regular one. One of these days soon, maybe we'll do Shiva baby. That sounds like fun, Dave. We already missed our time for boss level. So yeah, um, we got to catch up on something. Yeah. Keep it up, Dave. Uh, there's four people who really count on you. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Dino and Michelle, and we're bringing you our podcast. Huh? Podcast. Okay. What do we do with our podcast? Think a little bit of everything. We got faith, family, horror movies, TV, kids, social media ridiculousness. We've got the most important message. Be decent to each other. All wrapped up in a little hour long or so chunk. You can reach us at gangalley.com, like a gang. In an alley. You can reach us in all your favorite pod chasers. We've got a Facebook group, a Twitter feed, and... Yeah, that's us. That's us. Our podcast. All right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about the movies coming out in April of 2021. There's, of course, lots of other movies that we could have covered um, at the time of this going up. I'm getting my second vaccine this weekend, and that means that in two weeks, the middle of April, 
April 18th to be exact. I am going back to the movie theater. I'm sure Jason's already back, but um, I'm going to get to go back. April 18th, Godzilla vs. Kong. It's happening. Uh, I think that's the same weekend that Mortal Kombat actually comes out, so I guess I'll probably go on April 19th to see that. Um, yeah, I can't wait, guys. I'm, I, I can't believe that it's been over a year since I've been to the theater, and I can't believe I'm actually going to get to go back. Um, it, it's going to be really weird, let's just say, but I am looking forward to it. And so, yeah, we, we got plenty of movies to cover, plenty of movies to see. I'll still be seeing plenty at home as well. Uh, that is kind of a new normal, I think, but uh, going back to the theater is going to be nice. So... Look forward to all that new piecing it together coming your way soon. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you're listening to it right now, you can subscribe right there. And you can share the show if you like what you're hearing, if you like what we're doing, if you want to help support what we're doing, uh, share it. That, that's really the best way. You know, I told you at the top of the show, there's a produced by David Rosen Patreon, and I definitely appreciate anyone who signs up for that. That's incredible. But the number one best thing you could do is just share the show. So if you like what we're doing, share it. And thank you so much for that. You could also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. You can also follow us on social media at Piecing Pod. Join the Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. But most of all, just share the show. We appreciate it so much. So, lots more piecing it together coming your way. As you know, I always close out all of these episodes with a piece of music. And as it turns out, today, this is going up April 2nd. I'm recording it about a week ago. But um, this is going up April 2nd. And today, I am releasing a brand new song called Destined for Greatness. It's a single it will be available on iTunes and Spotify. It should be up if all goes well. It should be up today. Um, but you never know. It could take a little while. But the release date is listed for today. So hopefully it's up. But um, it's not technically a new, new song. This is actually a piece that I made for a little short film a couple years ago. And I had the idea for a while to release it as its own standalone, uh, just single release because it's just a really cool piece of music. Um, but I always wanted to kind of revise it and just do a few things to it that didn't make sense in the context of the film that it was being used in, uh, and just build it up into more of a song song. And I finally just did that and now it's out and this will be a little, you know, single to kind of go between albums. I've told you that I'm working on my next album right now. My most recent album, of course, is David Rosen, the self-titled album that came out in October. So check that out if you haven't yet. But I'm very excited that before my next album gets announced and released and all that stuff, uh, now there's a brand new single for you to check out. So go check out Destined for Greatness on all of the streaming services, or if you want to buy it, you can find it on iTunes. Um, and as a listener of Piecing It Together, you get to hear it right now. So here is Destined for Greatness, and thanks for listening, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.